want to hear my voice, I think you are better. You are better. You are You are better energizer person. I think you are better energizer and I follow. Get that energy up, bro. Are we good, what bro? I think doing? you're a better energizer person. I think I just follow after that. All right, all right bet. Yeah. What's good? Welcome back to the pod. We are the fourth rounders out here. We're coming down to the final couple episodes of season two. We appreciate y'all that have been rocking with us. Um, we've had some interesting games. But before all that, thank y'all for f- or, uh, watching, subscribing, for following us. <laughs> Not you dropping the ball like that. Oh, no. Jeez, we've been doing we tw- we about a good 40 to 50 episodes in and you still messed this part up. It's insane to me. It's because I start getting too hyped up and I forget like yeah, the order. Calm down I'm a little to... bit. All right. Calm down. Relax. Oh. <laughs> Is that how you call it? Okay. All right. Welcome back, guys. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. If yes. you're watching this on YouTube, share the channel with your friends. Also, go enjoy some other content that we have on uh, our channel. And, you know, like those videos, too. That'll help us out. And we appreciate you. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, make sure you leave a five-star rating. Help us out. You know, get the word out there that we out here. We're talking about football and some other stuff, you know, that comes up uh, out of nowhere. Like, last week, we talked about Keith Lee. That was cool. Uh, but we mainly football. So, like I said, appreciate it for all of you that have been listening or watching us this entire season. And uh, it's been a wild season. And like I said, it's come down to an end. Got a couple episodes left. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this season with us. Stick around for season three. We'll be coming out this summer in a theater near you. <laughs> all right, bro. Something like that. Something I don't know. Like but appreciate y'all, man. What's up, tweens? What you doing, bro? How, How you doing? doing man? You got I'm a right. old head. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a haircut last week, so you know, I'm borderline bald, so it's okay though. You know, you usually wear a I'm hat a... though, but today you haven't worn a hat. Yeah, I didn't feel like throwing on a hat today. I was lazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm borderline bald. It's cool though. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna cut it off eventually. By Did you know? Uh, I can't no more. Forty four percent of women like bald men. I'm cool, but I got mine already. So I all right, I'm yeah. good. Like I ain't I'm just saying, like that. you don't gotta oh, yeah. be stressing out if you a dude and you losing oh, your hair because yeah. uh yeah. women do like bald men too. Exactly. So I think nothing to be stressing out though. To be fair, I think the baldness is like a young man's game because like as you're you're young, you don't want to be bald, right? Like most girls oh, like yeah. the hair, you know, you know, luscious hair, nice body and shape, is that there. As you get older, as long as you look like Michael Jordan or something, you straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How long do you look like Michael, Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, you straight. You got the Michael Jordan Because, like, most guys don't, like, a lot of black men don't have bald, like, they're usually bald as they get older. And it's usually because of stress, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. I'll be but, stressing uh, out, bro. Yeah. So, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Like, I mean, I don't know. I know it's eventually coming for me, but I'm gonna just rock it. Like, I'm gonna rock it till I can't no more. I ain't mm-hmm. really had no complaints. So, whatever. But, do you yeah, feel no. like, do you feel like guys, as soon as they see their hairline going, they should just like shave it off, or should they like try to hold on as long as they can until it just looks weird? Um, I mean, I think it's, 
I don't know, bro. I think I'm 50-50. I think that there's nothing wrong with wanting to keep it. I mean, it's kind of just up to you, bro, how you want to wear it. Whatever makes you feel more confident in yourself, right? Like, yeah. whether it's bald or whether it's not, then do it, right? Obviously, there's some things that just look crazy. Like, even to certain people, the way I got it now looks crazy, but I don't care. I like it, so that's why I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, You know. Because I, I don't know, know if you've seen, but, like, there's this new hairstyle that dudes be getting to where they actually, like, get bangs, and they, like, line up the bangs to look like a hairline uh-huh. yeah. i thought it was a thing that like dudes were doing when they were like going bald like you just comb your hair to the front and then mm-hmm. you like cut in the hairline yeah. <laughs> but a lot of guys are doing that that aren't losing their hair too so i was like yeah okay that's kind of weird but... uh what they call it pres- pres- preservation or preserving rather um, yeah i don't know i ain't really i'm indifferent about it i don't really have like a like a like a I'm not standing on one side of the fence. It's like, if you like it, cool. If not, cut it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because eventually I am going to cut it just to see what I look like bald. Like, really, really bald. Like, uh-huh. milk done bald. <laughs> cut it to see. Like, polish um, your forehead. Give me 25 yeah. cents. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, But, I mean, until then, man, I'm going to just rock what I got, man. And, hey. I ain't got no complaints so far. So, and mostly, mostly it's usually dudes that say something. Girls usually be like, they'll be understanding. Women be understanding. Yeah. Some women will tell you to cut the shit off, but they be more understanding because they understand that they do BBLs, they got makeup, they got all type of shit. So, like, they know what they be doing, right? Yeah. For guys, motherfuckers look at you and be like, hey, yo, fam, what you doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You look crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It'd be yeah. wild and. It is what it is, but yeah. yeah, I feel like us guys, our thing is like our facial hair. Like I feel like facial hair is the makeup for guys. Yes and no. I really, I think it's the hair. I think what it's the hair. I think most men, if you had an option to have either a full head of hair or a beard, I think people will go hair, like on top of your head. Really? So if you have either or, if you could go beard or head of hair, which one would you pick? I would go beard. Really? I would too, though. Don't get I me wrong. I would rather go beard but, than full head of hair. But I think that if you had a choice, I think if most men had a choice to have a beard or a full head of hair, I think people would pick a full head of hair. I'm so, like, ask either that question. Yeah. <laughs> at work. Because I, yes. when I be sitting there with the boys and we'd just be thinking of like random things to talk about because like I finished the lesson with them, I'm uh-huh. like, I try to think of questions to ask them that can like get them, you know, oh, arguing yeah, for sure. with each That's other. A great question. <laughs> <laughs> a great question to ask. If you had to choose either hair yeah. or a beard, what would you choose? <laughs> so, like, so it's either you have a full head of hair and a full head of hair, but you have no facial hair, or you have a beard and you're completely bald. It's one or the other. You yeah. got to pick one. I think for me personally, just because I kind of know what I look like bald headed now, Uh I would still pick a beard. But I think most people, if they're so used to seeing themselves with facial hair, would probably be facial hair. I mean, with with hair on top of the head, they'd probably pick hair on top of the head. Because there's some people that can go, because for me, I think I could still pull off a hair on top of my head with no facial hair. I would just look very young. Mm. Look ridiculously young. Like I should probably still be in high school. Um, yeah, having a beard or like facial hair, it makes you look a lot older than you are. <laughs> exactly. So I think that would be my only thing. Um, hold on one second. I'm going to plug this in. Uh, yeah, your microphone be tripping. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting a new microphone. Yeah, worry about it. 
I'm thinking about it too. It's because my I, son bit this one up. I don't know if you can see, but it's like uh, it's like open. My son bit it when he was like he two years it? old. No. Yeah. Uh, I found him one time and he was like chewing on it. You see, it was like a yeah. piece right here came off. Yeah. And like, yeah. So I was like, uh, I might need a new one, but I don't know. I it still works. Thing, I think my thing is just so for some reason, I think the adapter that I have connected to it, it kind of disconnects itself. And I don't know if that's a wiring issue or not. So I think I'm gonna have to get another adapter because I like mm-hmm. the headset. I think the headset stuff works fine, and especially now that I figured out how to work this little stance, I don't even have to hold it no more. What is the thing that's in front of your microphone? What's that cover that? That's the that's the uh, whatever the the I don't know. It came with the stand. I know it did, but like I don't get the use for it. I think it helps focus the voice to the microphone. That way, you ain't gotta hold it to your mouth. So if I talk, it's just gonna funnel it down there. That's why you can hear me clear, but it's not near my mouth. My mm-hmm. my guess. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that's exactly how it works, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Leave in the comments if you know how it works so that yeah, we can get educated over here. <laughs> I graduated from the tech academy, but I didn't get that far in the tech. Right? <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. anyway, man. Um, yeah. How about you, man? How you doing? Everything cool? Life is good, family good? Yeah. I mean, I, I got mad at this lady today because uh, she was being dumb on the road. I, it's you know when people are like intent to like their intent is to make a turn, but they don't get in the turning lane, so they just stop in the lane that's supposed to go straight. Yes, that is the dumbest thing ever, and I hate people that do that. Like, if you miss a turn, don't stop all of traffic just because you missed the turn and just sit there and there's a green light in front of you and you're like, no, I need to turn. I just missed the, you know, the line to get in. And it's yeah. like, bro, like uh, people got places to go. We got stuff to do. Like if anything, just go to the next light, make a U-turn and get on to take that turn that way. But it's like, why are you I'm just 50, 50. Sit? What? I'm 50-50. <laughs> I'm not You will lie. block traffic and just sit there in the lane. Well, I'm gonna just hog whoever. I'm gonna just hog whoever's making this right. Like, if there's people in my way, I'm gonna just try to hog. But either way, go to people behind me. Go have to wait. Like, it is just is what it is. You got to fight me. Oh so, my god! Yeah. I'm one of them people. <laughs> like, it depends on. It, I think it depends. I think I, it depends. Oh. Like, I think it's an all case by case basis. But I think when I observe, I observe the traffic and I see like what it looks like. Like as far as like I guess how many people. I don't know what calculation I really make up in my head. But okay, let's say this, let's say you need to make a left hand turn coming up yes. at the light. There's only one lane that turns left. There's yes. three cars in that lane. Yes. You pull up in the lane next to it that only goes straight and straight, you stop yeah. right at the front and have yeah. put your blinker on to turn. Yeah. Oh, I'm either going either smash in front of the first person or wait to the last person. But your light's what green and there's cars yeah. coming behind you. Go around me. Are you serious? Yeah. Cause I, I'm gonna tell you why. Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna tell you. The, the, I'm gonna tell you this. So that's the, it for this, the podcast, guys. We ain't never doing another. I'm just saying. Again. I'm telling you right now. No, no. Can I explain my case? I think most times <laughs> when you see that situation, I'm pretty sure there's a lane to the right that you could just go around and go straight. Right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, like, traffic. There's cars coming that in that lane. Exactly. So. So I'm now I gotta wait for all the cars on this lane to clear so I could go around you. 
versus oh, yeah, you just sure. do the right Damn. thing and go. Okay, fair enough. But fair. Let me ask you something. What you so much in a rush for? You can't wait. Some people got to get to work. Why you? Why you get to? Why you leaving for work so late? I wasn't. I was on my way back to the office because I had just finished up a group. And I'm like, all right, let me go back to the office. It's lunchtime. Let me do my thing. And then, you know, let me work right after that. But I'm like on my way. And the lady in front of me stops in the green light and turns her blinker on to go left because she didn't get in the lane to go left. And I'm like, bro. Wait, did that that happen on Parkway, didn't it? On 23rd? No, no. Oh, okay. I I was going to say, because I was like, I dare to know exactly where that shit happened at. I definitely knew. You know where it's at. I'm not going to say where it's at, but you know where where it happened at. If I tell you, you you know exactly where it's at. Um, But yeah, Yeah. but like, okay, if you stop in the, at the light and it's green and you put your Mm blinker to go, to go left, like, yeah, you're going to cause traffic. And let's say there's nobody going in the lane next to me. All right, fine. I'm just going to go around you. Yeah. But if there's cars going next to me and there's cars in your lane, there's me and there's other cars behind me that are all stopped because of you. Yeah. And I like, I'm like, hey, you gotta go, yeah. bro. Like yeah, you're stopping yeah. traffic. You still gonna yeah. stop and just sit there? I only I will only go straight if I feel like there's no, like there's absolutely no way I can turn left. That's it. I think most times you wouldn't not, just I'm go to, to the next light, make a U-turn and come back. No, that's how extra work. That's how that's gonna work. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. I like I fucked up, right? Hold I on. fucked up, right? Hold I on. messed up. I didn't call Maya. No, 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 no. Don't talk to don't call. I didn't call Maya. There you go. You only gotta call it. Cause she'll probably do the same thing. That's the crazy part. No. She would do the same thing. No, I okay. think it's you. You can call her after the record. I promise you. She'll probably say the same thing. Okay. Because she's worse than me. She's worse than me. Where she want to get to a certain spot, she going to get there. Oh Period. God. I'm just saying, bro. It kind of is what it is. Anyway, <laughs> man. We, I mean, we could talk about all the traffic stuff at the end of the day, man. Let's get on to this football, oh, man. We had another man. lovely week, man, of divisional round football. You know, um, we had a lot of slew of game. Well, we had a few, right? You know, a uh, couple surprises, more or less. You know, a couple of uh, almost L's, so to speak. But uh, we're going to talk about the first game in the books, man. We're going to talk about Houston versus Baltimore. Um, Houston being the fourth seed, Baltimore being the first seed. Uh, the score ended in 10, the score ended 34 to 10. Obviously, the Ravens coming out with the victory. Um, I'll start first to give my take of the game. Um, First and foremost, I couldn't really watch the whole game. The first time I had to double back and watch it. Um, obviously, I think in the beginning of the game, the uh, Ravens definitely were a bit rusty or just a little bit slow to get going, um, but definitely still was able to hold Houston. You know, I mean, Houston didn't score all game. Just to be honest, outside of the punt return, they didn't do nothing. Um <laughs> So, you know, shout out to the Braves defense was definitely on timing, um, more or less kind of similar to what we did when we played them week one, um, just had them in a lot of very uncomfortable positions. You know, the, the defense that we play with the match covers is definitely, it's definitely harder for a rookie quarterback to definitely disguise and to, um, to abuse rather. So, um, very, you know, not really the score I expected. I expected the game to be a bit closer. However, I definitely expected that result. Um, Lamar showed why he is him. Um, first half, like I said, they came out slow. 
definitely you could tell that the um rust from not playing a week definitely played a factor. And um, but the second half was the rest was a case of his own. Um definitely uh two different teams that came out to that game in the second half. We showed why we were the number one seed in the AFC. Pretty much straight domination. Um Lamar, two touchdowns passing, two touchdowns running, a hundred very efficient night. 60 for 22, 152, with 11 rushes for 100 yards. As far as I'm concerned, that's my MVP. So, you know, he's just doing what he do best. Um, shout out to the defense, another lockdown game. You know, probably the best defense in the NFL right now, in the playoffs. And, um, yeah, man, it was just another uh, another game, man, where we took care of business and, you know, we move on to the next round, man. But shout out to the Texans, man. I want to say, first and foremost, hell of a season. Um, CJ Stroud is definitely going to probably be in the top five, top 10. Well, a lot of people probably got him top 10 now. I won't put him there yet. I'll kind of want to see what happens in the this second year. Spiteful. I'm a sick second year. I want to see because the sophomore year is always interesting because now they got film on you, see how you play. But for a first year, um, I will give him a damn near an A as far as his uh performance this season. I give him an A. I don't think I could have asked for anything better for mm-hmm. a rookie quarterback to take a team that was damn near, I think, had one of the worst records last year to turn mm-hmm. that around and to get to the divisional. Um, it's very impressive. So Oh really? Yeah, very impressive. Oh. Very impressive. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Wonder if any other quarterbacks have done that recently. You know, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Well, 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 for sure. For sure. Know, and divisional I divisional championships, I get... you know. Yeah, for sure. Twice. When... No, 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 yeah, for sure. So, and what, hmm. but, but, but to be fair, if you want to be nasty, we, you act like, you act like he had the same team that CJ Stroud had. Hmm. He did he have an all pro running back? No. Hmm. Did he have an all pro receiver? No. Did he have hmm. an all pro tight end? No. Hmm. Did he have an all pro offensive line? No. Okay. Did he have an all pro defense? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. like, we can't, you can't play that game when it comes to him if you want to do that because clearly the talent that CJ Stroud had had to be way more than what. The guy in San Francisco had to be if you want to go there yeah. already. But oh, I'm not okay. gonna do that yet. We oh, can okay. save that for yeah. another we can say that for no. the next segment. No, it's okay. However, the, the regardless of the fact wild. But side, okay. side, say less, side, either way it go. Shout out to CJ Stroud, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. He's going to be very deserving. He earned that. Shout out to the defense. They definitely didn't come out to play that well, but they wasn't really that good to begin with. But they definitely are something move that team is moving in the right direction. And it's going to be scary knowing what they could do to move forward. Um, yeah. And uh, they yeah, just got to get uh, get that defense locked down a little bit more. And get yeah, yeah. but I think they that comes with time and experiences. I think, yeah, common <clears> time and experience. I was definitely agree with you with that. I think another wide receiver that can help Nico Collins. However, Tank Dale did get hurt earlier in the year. Mm. Um, so that's somebody they probably could have used this game um, with his deep threat ability. Um, because Nico Collins really didn't do much. I kind of we pretty much did. He didn't wasn't really. He was pretty much a no show. But I mean, five for sixty eight is cool, but it wasn't really moving the needle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And obviously, we just ran the ball down their throat. They really had no answer for us. And then as soon as they bring the safeties in, we did play action. You know, it was not. They really didn't have an answer. So you know, it's yeah. just another great Ravens game, man. Just suppose that. Yeah, we move on to the next round, man. Um, what was your take about it, sir? <laughs> what can i say after all that um no i i 100 agree with you uh with what you said so far um well i'll start with cj stroud this dude yeah he he deserves to get that rookie of the year um 
him and Nakua both went crazy, but I think because of how far CJ Stroud took the Texans, uh, he definitely does deserve that, that, that award. Um, you know, he's going to be deadly these next couple years coming up, uh, especially if they do decide to like put some, put some, uh, some weapons around him and, you know, him learning and just developing as a quarterback. He's going to be very, very scary uh, pretty soon here. Um, when it comes to the Ravens, I mean, there's nothing too much you could say. Eight is a huge problem. Uh, he's a very, very big problem for the league. Y'all finally uh, released him. He, uh, you know, was not getting his carries for those past uh, couple weeks ending the season. And finally playoff time. So they're finally giving him the ball, letting him use his legs. And he had 100 rushing yards. He had more yards than any than the running backs. He had more yards than the wide receivers had with uh with uh, receiving. So eight is a big problem. He is a very, very big problem. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be very difficult uh, you know, for KC this next week to be able to contain him. But yeah, Lamar. I still have Mahomes ahead of Lamar, but it's hard to even say that. Like Lamar is really showing that he is that guy. Um, but Mahomes also has shown that he is that guy, and Mahomes has a couple rings already. So, and he's been doing some great things. So I still would put Mahomes as number one and Lamar number two. But it's really hard now seeing what Lamar has been doing. Um, that defense is still really, really scary, even though I think, uh, they didn't, they didn't perform to like the greatest where they're getting like a ton of turnovers and stuff like that, but they were getting a lot of stops. So that's what counts is they're able to stop them, um, to make them give the ball back. So, but Hey, y'all did your thing. Y'all did your thing. It was a little scary there in the beginning. Cause it was kind of going a little bit back and forth. But once you guys came out in that second half, you're like, all right, let's see, let's turn it on. And you all yeah. just started running plays to get Lamar, get his legs going. And that's kind of what sealed the deal for you guys. So congrats on all that. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, it wasn't, wasn't a crazy game. I think that, like I said, I think the first half, we kind of just got our jitters out. Um, Definitely played a little timid. Definitely just the energy wasn't there. Um, but luckily we were still we were still able to end that half 10-10, right? And with us not yeah. playing nowhere near our best half. And like I said, the second half, that was just the It's wild situation. that they didn't score a touchdown though. <laughs> That's the wildest yeah, part. I was saying so it's like not I said, like y'all was picking them off the whole time or you guys were like simple straight up lockdown fumbles. defense. You're just locking lockdown. them down. Three and out. Get out of here. Get off the field. Lockdown defense, <laughs> man. Um, and that's what it really matters in the playoffs. Can you get stops? And I think we really did that, especially coming from Houston, Texas. They just put up 40, 35, 35, 40 points against the Browns, which was one of the other best defenses in the league. I'm pretty sure a lot of people came in and thought they were going to do the same thing to us, and clearly it's levels. So, um, you know, like I said, shout out to the Ravens defense. I definitely could give them the game ball for the day. Um, Obviously, Lamar, he – I mean, he does what he does. I mean, you give him talent, you see what he does. So it is what it is. We already know that. Um, you know, and he got a he got a tough matchup against him. You know what I'm saying? Moving forward, man, he got to deal with Pat Mahomes. But let's move on, man. That was that was nothing like, man. Let's talk about the let's get to the meat and potatoes, oh, man. The big matchup. You feel me? Um, game of the week. Game of the week. Well, I'll say second. Well, I mean, you can kind of no. It, it was game, game of the week. week. Nah, was it? The Bills and the Chiefs was definitely game of the week, but the Niners and the Green Bay was the okay. second. Best. I'll say Green Bay in the second and the Green Bay in the Niners game was the second best game, in my opinion. Um, 
But Bills and Kansas City was definitely game of the week. It wasn't even close. Y'all, but this y'all made it the game of the week because of how bad y'all played. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, but moving true. along, man. Uh, the <clears throat> Niners, you know, squeak out a win against the Packers, twenty-four to twenty-one. Um, against the seven seed Packers, you know, we happen to have a rookie quarterback. Somehow, some way, found their way to almost losing this game. Um, I'm gonna start by you, man. Um, what is your take for this game? Um, what were your thoughts during the game? And uh, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and rock, man. I think this was the most stressed I've been this season so far. Oh, um, well, no, we should I not, know. we should not have won this game if I'm completely honest. Uh, the Niners should not have won. Uh, I did not think he would admit that. Wow, I, I, admit it, I admit it. Uh, the defense was horrible. Uh, secondary got exposed again. Um, they were just not locked down. Uh, this time, I mean, they were slipping and sliding all over the field, which they should not be doing. Um, but I guess they're not used to it. Um, Purdy started off the game with a glove, but then he took the glove off because I guess he didn't like it. Um, but he, it's hard for him to throw a ball in the in the rain when it when the ball's wet. He can't really throw it very well. Um, but for some reason, he was able to come out there and just perform to his best of his abilities to just hold it down for us, not really take over the game, but he held it down so that they can actually have a chance. Um, but I don't think we should have won this game. Uh, Jordan Love, he's he's really good. Um, I think he would be – he's still in my, like, top 15. I would have put him in my top 10 yet, uh, where C.J. Stroud, I'm, I would definitely put C.J. Stroud in my top 10. But Jordan Love, he's he's on his way. Um, he's rookie quarterback, too. He's uh, learning. Um, he's a great replacement for Aaron Rodgers. We thought Green Bay was going to fall off once they lost Aaron Rodgers, but they didn't. Jordan Love came in and kind of just took up uh, where he left off. Um, Aaron Jones, he, he did his thing. I thought we were going to be able to contain him a little more, but we weren't. Uh, for some reason, he was able to, you know, make a, a few runs there for really big yards. Um, but the Niners, they just, I don't know. They just were not clicking. Um, I've, I don't know why, but I am having a hard time with the Niners' defensive line because we are just not getting as many sacks as we are supposed to be getting. It is weird how much money we have on the defensive line and how many sacks we don't have. Uh, Jordan Love, he had, like, a lot of plays where he had too much time uh, to where our guys were just, like, pushing, but they could not get to him. Um, and that kind of cost us a little bit. I don't know, man. <clears throat> if we play the way we played last week, this next week, uh, versus the Lions, we are not going to win. Um uh it's it's not even yeah the lions are a good good team like these guys we'll talk about them in a minute but for us to play the way that we did this past week we can't expect to beat the lions like that we have to play top tier just the way we always do and then it was like at the end of the game we were having that that uh last uh drive to score to be able to win the game and they were like super close within like the five yard line I was standing on my feet. <laughs> I was like, please, God, give it to McCaffrey. Do not let Purdy throw this ball right now. Like, it is not his day. Do not let him throw the ball. Please give it to McCaffrey. Let him just run it in there. And he did, and he was able to score, and we won the game because of that. Um, so, 
Oh my goodness. It was the most stressful time as a Niner fan to watch this past game. Um, we don't like Green Bay because we're always playing them in the playoffs. It's Green Bay or the Cowboys. Uh, we always gotta, you know, eliminate them. But boy, especially when we seen Debo, <clears throat> Debo go back to the locker room. It was like first quarter, and we're he came out with no pads on. I mean, this man got no pads on. Why he got no pads on? What's going on? He did pads. Yeah, that was no pads on, bro. That was oh nuts. my goodness. When Debo came out with no pads on, um, I was like, we're really gonna struggle this game. I don't know what it is. I mean, I f- I feel like we got so many weapons. But for some reason, when Debo's not on the field, our team just does not click. And it's like, dude, like Jennings is out there making great plays, making great catches, running great routes. I know he's not Debo, but he he's he's good. And then you got Brandon Ayuk out there. They got to double team him because they know that if you don't, like he's you can't stop him. You can't lock mm-hmm. down Brandon Ayuk if you only got one uh one corner on him. You gotta you gotta double team him. Um yeah. and then George Kittle. Like, come on, you throw to George Kittle, he'll just grab it and start running people over and carrying people to the end zone with them. So it's like we got these weapons that you can still hit even if Debo's not there. But for some reason, when Debo's on the field, they just don't click. So it's like stop giving it to Purdy to throw. Give it to McCaffrey. Let him start running some dudes over. Then give it to Purdy so that McCaffrey can take a break. Give it back to McCaffrey. <clears throat> so I don't know. Shanahan's been a little bit questionable with his play calling lately. Ooh. <laughs> he's been a little bit questionable um i don't know what he sees sometimes i'm just like what are you doing like you know what you need to be doing you know the the plays you need to be calling the people that need to get the ball in their hand and you're just not doing it um it's like he's trying to give the game away it's just weird but yeah but hey brock purdy <clears throat> didn't play really good he did not play good uh, he didn't play that bad, but he did not play good. Um, like I said, he barely held it down for us to be able to to get that win. But for him to be in the league for two years and make it to the NFC Championship both times already, he need to be talked about more. Ooh. I don't know, Brock Purdy. Oh, he need to be talked about more. Um, I feel As like there's a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of shade that comes to Proc Purdy for some reason. If it was anybody mm-hmm. else but Mr. Irrelevant in that position, I feel like mm-hmm. we would be looking at him like a god. Um, but for mm-hmm. some reason, because it's Brock Purdy, he always gets shade and that everybody just hates on him for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's not a bad quarterback, you guys. Like, I get he's not Mahomes, he's not Lamar, but mm-hmm. like he's not a bad quarterback. Like he's out there yeah. doing his thing. He was yeah. like number one in like most of the categories when it came to stats for the entire yeah. season. And mm-hmm. still no shine, no flowers. And he finally had a uh uh what is it called? A uh, he had a clutch drive. He had a clutch yeah, drive. Yeah, he had to have a clutch, clutch drive. drive. He finally got that. And that's what you know you and other people were saying is that oh, I haven't seen him, you know, lead the team down the field to win the game yet. He finally did it. And what happened? He's still getting, you know, no love. So man, whatever. Just because it's the Niners, everybody hate us, but whatever, man, whatever. So that was my take on the game. I don't think there's really anything else. I mean, Greenlaw, Greenlaw showed why he should have been a pro bowler because uh, uh, he's over here getting these picks. And, uh, you know, I was yelling at the screen, telling him to mm-hmm. sit down when he got the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude was trying to find a way oh, to, he get a trying to score. He was trying to score. And I was like, bro, it is raining. There is somebody that can come up behind you and just smack the ball out of your arms. Can you just get on the ground? 
Like we were screaming at the TV, like "Get on the ground, get on the ground!" It's just like "Get on the ground." <laughs> like you don't even know what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so I can't remember anything else that happened in the game that I need to talk about. So go ahead, your turn. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say you might want to breathe for a minute because you just went and no, no <laughs> breath in between. Take your time. It's okay, bro. I had to. I know it was very heavy winded of you for that answer. <laughs> it's so stressful. Um, it's so stressful. I can tell. I can hear it in your response from that game. Um, as a non, as an as an unbiased fan that watched the game, I agree. I think I agree with a lot of your sentiments. Right. I think that um, the Niners definitely came. The performance was very underwhelming. Um, obviously, I think they suffered for what we say that we suffered from. I think they were a bit rusty. Um, unfortunately, it definitely almost came back to bite them. Um, the Green Bay established a run game early. I think it was pretty evident, man. Um, Aaron Jones had a hell of a night. Um, it literally felt like he couldn't anything. Anytime he put the ball in his hands, he was getting yards. Um, breaking tackles, making people miss, catching it out the backfield. He was literally a one-man army. Um, Jordan Love had a hell of a game. Um, you know, definitely made some rookie mistakes in the end, especially with the throw at the end. I don't know he basically literally him and Brett Favre <laughs> had the same pass. It was unreal. Um, but as somebody that was watching this game, so like I didn't really get to watch the game. I had to sit down. Luckily, I got YouTube TV so I could record and now just rewatch the game. Um and I thought that the Green Bay, I think in my opinion, I think Green Bay played the better game. Um, but they made crucial mistakes at the end. Um, I think, you know, Jordan Love was playing pretty well, you know, making the right passes. He was making the right plays. He was playing very smart. Um, the Niners D-line definitely didn't show up to play at all. It was very surprising. Um, it didn't feel like Nick Bosa was making a difference. Now, maybe that might have been the defensive scheme to not let him run, but I don't really – consider Jordan Love a dual threat that much. So I don't know what they were afraid of in that, you know, in that instance. Um, so I don't know. I've heard that be the reason why they wasn't really so aggressive trying to make a uh trying to get pressure on them. However, I mean if you look out through the season, the Niners are ranked, I think, like 10th in sacks. And as far as pressures, I think they're a little bit lower than that. Like one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They rank thirteenth, so they're close to the middle of the pack, mind you. Like you said, with the amount of money that y'all spent on the D line, you would think they'll be at least in the top three, if not number one. Um, so clearly that's definitely something that might want to be looked at, you know, moving forward as far as the lack of production from the D line, because uh, that definitely, you know, the game is one in the trenches. So if the D line is not playing up to expectation, that could definitely cost you. And especially going against a team like Detroit in the next round where they're number one in pressures at the quarterback. And they made, let me see, it looked like, oh, they're definitely a little bit worse than y'all as far as sacks concerned, but the amount of pressure that could create, with a player like Brock Purdy, that could create, that could become a problem. Um, but back to the game, and like I said, it was still a very good game. Um, a dogfight, in my opinion. Obviously, the weather conditions definitely played a factor. Uh, Brock Purdy did not want the ball. <laughs> he kept rubbing his heads. He was looking very, you know, he was looking very sporadic in moments. Um, you know, like I said, he definitely didn't have a pro- best performance. But I mean, when it was time to go, he was ready. Made the hell of a first, hell of a drive at the end. Um, for McCaffrey to run it in. Um, 
there's some people I watched that had, you know, issues with certain calls that the Packers didn't get in their favor. But to me, I didn't really think that was the biggest ordeal. Um, I think that one of the biggest moments, like I said, I think was the interception. I think the two interceptions by uh, Jordan Love. Um, the one, the other one was just a missed pass that he threw behind the shoulder. It got tipped, Brett caught it, fine. But the last one to, you know, hopefully get the game into overtime, I think that was like, that was unnecessary. It was literally first down, and he just chucked it like it was fourth down. He had no other option but to just throw it to somebody down there. And I think that was a rookie mistake. I think he'll learn from that. Um, but yeah, just to you know, just to put a pin on it. Like I said, I think you know the the, uh, the Green Bay Packers definitely should be excited for what they got moving forward. I think they got something special down there in Green Bay. Um, you know, usually it feels like with when the Green Bay when Green Bay plays the Niners, it really feels like they're close games, but it always feels like the Niners is like going to bully the Packers at a certain point. It didn't feel like that this game. It felt like, oh, the little brother got strong, huh? Okay, let's play. And literally by the chinny-chin-chin, they got through. So, you know, nevertheless, the win is a win. You know, you definitely kind of got your side eye on the Niners. Like, okay, is this what y'all – hopefully y'all don't bring this into next week. Um, Debo being hurt, I don't really know the status on that. So that can be something that we kind of want to pay attention for because – Well, they said that – after the MRI, they showed that there was no like fractures or like anything torn. It's just like a sore shoulder, and they said that yeah. it, he's still questionable because it's hurting him really badly. Yeah. Um, but they're hoping he'll be ready for Sunday. Right, but that's scary though because you, you know, Debo's a very physical receiver. He needs the shoulder to be able to tussle and be able to run people over and stiff arm and all that. So that will be something that you would have to definitely be really cautious of cautious of going into the next game and on on top of that um what i was gonna say that had a great point i completely forgot you know how your brain your brain go dead i really had a brain fart um but like i'm gonna just say this like that performance that they had you know oh that's what i was gonna talk about with Debo not being in the offense, like you said earlier, I don't know what it is. You know, I the offense doesn't really look the same. It looks very limited. Um, you know, I was told that, you know, Brock Perry is a top five, top ten quarterback, so he should be able to handle that issue, right? But you know. Amen. I mean, he still won a game without Debo. So we For gotta sure. give him some I'll kind give of you credit. that. I will I will give you that. However, you bring that type of game against Detroit or against us again if we meet y'all or against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. If y'all win, you're going home with an L, and you know that. You know you're going home with that. You know you're going home with an L. If that's the performance hey, y'all bring. Hey, it's like if Tyreek Hill if, wasn't playing and Tua is out there like with just Jalen Waddle, Like, it's like – uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because you got Brandon Ayuk, you got you got Gary, you got George Kittle, you have Christian McCaffrey, you have options. It ain't most teams when they lose their star player on an offense that's not their quarterback. Usually, it's it goes from lit to shit. Like y'all still without Debo have three Pro Bowlers. Yeah. Three pro bowlers, and that's a still that's bad. No other team has that many pro bowlers on offense and seems to struggle when one of the players get hurt. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's why when you put Brock Purdy in this conversation, like I said, I think no, I don't think the issue is nobody thinks he's not good. 
Nobody's never said that Brock Purdy's not good. When you start putting him in these top five conversations, being delusional because you want to have him in this conversation. Right. But he doesn't do top five quarterback things. And top five quarterback things is, is that if players get hurt, you are the game changer. You are the game changer. So, yes, he won the game. I will give him that. He definitely made the great job and all that. winning drive. For sure. Are you going to bake him to do that again? Are you going to bake on that? We are you confident? Are you no? Don't say you have to. Are you confident that he can do that again? If it came down to it, yeah. No, and I'm not. That's where we split because I don't think so. You don't think he could ever do a game winning drive again? I'm for sure he can. But you got to keep in mind, you're asking him to you asking him to do that against either the Detroit Lions that have a pretty good defense, and you're going to ask him to do that against us. Or the Chiefs that have one of the better defense in the league. I don't want to trust. I don't want to put my hands in that. I'm sorry. Even as a Niner fan, I don't want the. I don't want the game to come down to Brock Purdy hands. Yes, he hit this game winner against them. He did that part. I just. I don't want that problem personally. Now, so you're if it's just 15, saying that Green Bay's uh, defense ain't really like that to be celebrating. Over. I think Green Bay. I think defense. I think Green Bay defense was solid, but I think they definitely wore down. I think they made a lot of mistakes at the end. Um, at end of the game, but I think they they wore down as the game progressed because of the run game. And I think that, like I said, I think, like I said, I give Brock Purdy his dues. I think he, I think he, I think he really played really well. However, we've seen what he looks like against good defenses when he has limited weapons. Yeah, I think Sorry. his his kryptonite is when you rush him and like you actually break the O line because that's mm-hmm. basically what happened with you guys. Is you guys blitzed him a lot. If Brock Purdy has if Brock Purdy has no time, he's gonna make a lot of mistakes. But if you give Brock Purdy time, oh, he's dotting you up all game. If he's got time, because yeah. he's he's shown that he can throw like really really good and very accurately if he has time in the pocket. But it's mm-hmm. once the pocket starts collapsing like too fast, that's when the mistakes come in. Yeah, and and, and it's hard for him. To, and also too, what what helps with that is also taken away or disguising the read. So, like I said, when you have people that can mix up coverage and make things look a certain way, but it's not, it, that one, like, because a lot of Brock Purdy plays is, oh, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to look for the first read. And usually it's the first read right there, and I got to scramble. That's when stuff gets kind of iffy for him. So as long as you can make him negate the first read and go to somebody else, then that's when it's the struggle. So I don't know, man. I Like I said, salute to the Niners. Hell of a game, definitely, definitely a great comeback win. Um, you know, like I said, the defense definitely played a little underwhelming for me per se. Um, you know, the D line has definitely been something that's been an issue all year, and it seemed like y'all continue, y'all continue to keep going for D line, and they definitely have not given y'all the production that y'all paid for. Yeah. Um, like I said, the linebacking core has been the best outside of probably Baltimore that we have in the league. Um, the secondary has definitely been. Um, I ain't gonna say overachieving, but definitely been surprising. Um, with you know Contavious Ward and uh, I forgot the boy on the other side, but they definitely held their own for sure. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, the game is always won in the trenches first and foremost, and even your offensive line is not really nothing to you know send cry home about. Like to 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 be proud about it ain't. I'm saying like for you know the trenches is where the game is won at, and that's low key. If anything, it's probably y'all weaknesses. If anything. Um, outside of Trent Williams at at tackle, 
the old line for the Niners ain't really nothing. I'm like, oh my God, they are such a good line. I'm not really worried about them. So um, I don't know. Like I said, this Lions game is gonna be very interesting. There's gonna be a lot of uh, you know, I think a lot of people probably still have y'all the favorites, respectfully. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think y'all will still be the favorite. I seen something where I... they showed like the the map of like the country, and it's uh-huh. like the states that like what team they want to win, and it was like our game. And the uh-huh. only red was California. Everything else was yeah. blue because they all want yeah. the Lions to win. Well, a lot of people don't like y'all, just like how a lot of people don't like the Chiefs. So, like, a lot of people are Ravens fans this week, just like a lot of people are Lions fans this week. This is kind of how it goes. Yeah, I mean, so. But yeah, you don't man. like the teams uh, that win the chips. It's all good. Yo, hey, y'all don't win chips. When the last time y'all won a chip? Aren't we, like, number three in the most chips in That's cool, franchise? But, but y'all ain't won a chip in 20 years. You since 95, since we were born. Yeah, you, well, since I was you born. You can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you play this when teams are winning, not winning chips. You not yo the the the, the Niners. You well, that's why teams in, don't like us. Yeah, I know. I wasn't alive. Well, uh, I barely was born yeah. at the yeah. end of that that decade. Um, yeah. But a lot of teams that have a lot of championships, those are like the most hated teams. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving along. Um. Like I said, great game. Moving along, man. Tampa Bay versus Detroit. Uh, another good playoff game, I will say. Um, Baker Mayfield, man, very impressive year. I don't know what it is, but it seemed like when the bright lights is on, he definitely plays a lot better. Um, yeah. wasn't, enough, wasn't enough to win this game because Detroit, obviously, yeah. they lost uh, 31 to 23. But, you know, for some reason, Baker Mayfield, like, you just put him in these situations and he seems to perform time in and time out. Um like I said, he definitely had a good game today. I'm trying to look for his stats. You know, 26 with 41, 349, three touchdowns, two picks, 94 pass rating. That's not bad. I'll take that. Um, you know, but unfortunately, it came down with the L. Lions will go into the conference championship. Um, not necessarily much to take from this game. I think the Detroit Lions were pretty much the better team. I think kind of everybody knew that what this was going to be. There's really not too much insight on this, however probably you know what the questions we have probably for Detroit can they win on the road you know being outside um definitely raises uh raises some uh some um antennas but more or less they played a great game I think defensively they played pretty well um I think it just was just a really good battle man I think uh from the Bucks point of view, I think they was able to establish the run somewhat. But I mean, Mike Evans showed why he's still a top tier receiver. Had a hell of a game. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where whoever looks to pick him up in the offseason because he will be a free agent. And um, yeah, I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm ready for the conference championship, man. Um, but yeah, I ain't really got much to say too much about the Detroit uh game that much. It was kind of expected for me. All I gotta say is y'all gotta put some respect on my boy Goffy Waffy. That boy, he a top five Goffey, quarterback right Waffey, there. Ew. He a top five quarterback right there. You feel me? My Ooh. boy over here, Cal Bear. It's Bear territory up here. You feel me? So uh, yeah, yeah y'all gotta put some respect on some Goffy Waffy because this dude, Goffy, he go crazy. Man. He go crazy. Goffey, Waffey, yep. Goffy Waffy go crazy, bro. He out here making teams look like they are just horrible. Like defenses can't do nothing against him. Um, Especially with St. Brown. Oh, boy. St. Brown with Goffy Waffy. Wait, he was going crazy. St. Brown, I think. think, How much St. Brown had? St. Brown had 
Eight for seven, 77, one target. He was balling. Even uh Sam Laporta. That's who y'all got to deal with, Sam Laporta. Who y'all got to deal with them boys. So like I said, yeah. man, it's gonna be a good game, man. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, Montgomery. Um lastly, last game of the week, weekend. I know we took a lot of time on the Detroit and I mean at the Ravens and the San Niners, obviously, because of our favorite teams. We don't yeah. really care about these teams on the back end, but they were still good games to watch. <laughs> Never the last. We're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Bills. Man. I will say, I will say, thank you for making me choose the Chiefs to win for the predictions. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I went 4-0. I went 4-0. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I mean? You make it fun, man. I mean, if I'm being honest, man, um, you know, with Buffalo season, man, hell of a season. Definitely sucks for it to end this way. There's a lot to take from this game, um, you know, just to set it up, you know, Buffalo, you know, first of all, winning the division, coming from where they came from, being six and six at some point in the season, pretty much having to win out to save their season, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to get in a position where they had home field advantage up until the conference championship to get a chance to play Patrick Mahomes finally at your house, some a person that you probably lost to, I think, what, twice now? Um, you know, and to get him probably at his worst, right? To have him in his worst situation that he's probably had offensively. The defense is great, but offensively, this is probably the worst offensive team that Pat Mahomes has ever been quarterback of since he's been with the Chiefs. To lose this game was very disappointing. Um, first and foremost, Josh Allen, I don't have no gripe with you. I don't really think as much else you could have did. I think you made it made a couple errors here and there. But for me, in my opinion, I think Josh Allen played a great game. Um, literally did everything. Ran ball, passed the ball. Um didn't he have like two tugs for, from just running? Two tugs. I think yeah, I think he had two tugs. I'm looking at his stats right now. He had uh he was 186, one tug, and then he had yeah, he had two tugs, touchdowns running. He was 12 for 72. So literally three touchdowns in total. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> Literally was low-key a one-man army out there. Um, but you know, unfortunately, they could not come out with the dub. Very sad, not even say sad, but just very disappointing way to end the season. I don't know what's next for the Bills. Um, obviously, Stevon Diggs was another disappointing game. I feel like some reason when it comes to the playoffs, he really doesn't perform that well. This is another, you know, more or less in the same story. Um, definitely didn't show up here and missed a bomb going deep. It was like mm. 70 yards he threw. It was just terrible. It's just, you know, stuff like that you can't happen, especially when you got number 15 on the other side of the ball. Um, questionable play calling with the random DeMar Hamlin go for it on fourth down. <laughs> they said they expected nobody to tackle him because they was going to feel bad. <laughs> like, t- like that, like, fam, like, are you serious? Like, this is what you running? <laughs> this is up. what... Bro, try to like, send bro. back to the hospital. Damn, <laughs> like, is this what y'all running with y'all season on the line, bro? Like, this is oh, what y'all confident man. in running? I I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. It was very, very disappointing to see how this turned out. But, man, salute to Pat Mahomes, man. I mean, he's him. It's literally that simple. Pat Mahomes is him. 7 for 23, Seven for 23, 215, two tugs, no interceptions, a 131.6 quarterback rating. 
his players are becoming what they were supposed to be during the whole season at the right time. Every Nobody's missing catches. Travis Kelsey had a great game today. I mean, that day. Yeah, two that tugs, day. right? Two tugs. Five for 75 with two tugs. He definitely had a great, a big game. Um, And the defense did enough to get a win, get a couple stops. And Buffalo just, man, it's very sad, man. It's very just, it's a, that's tough, right? Like, what do you do if you're Josh Allen? Like, I keep losing to this player every single year. And the year that I finally get a chance to beat you, my kicker flicks the ball all the way to the right. It just shifts all the way to the right. Like, Yeah. I don't know. I this 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 might this to me this might have closed the window for the Buffalo Bills as far as them winning. Yeah. At least with this team, with this team, I will say with this team, this window with this team as constructed is closed. Blow all of it up. Everybody got to go but Josh Allen and James Cook. Everybody else look he got to go, even the coach. That's where I'm at. Yeah, they got to do some restructure with the team. Um, they have a good team, but it's just unfortunately this team is not a Super Bowl team. Um, and it's like you kind of just got to make some cuts, get, bring some new guys in, develop them, train them, and maybe in a couple of years you'll be back, you know, at the top of the AFC again. But as of right now, everyone's going to start getting old. People are going to start leaving because they ain't winning chips and it's just going to get bad. Um, the main thing for this one is it was just unfortunate that Josh Allen had to play his dad. You know, he better start calling Patrick Mahomes daddy because wow. he cannot beat him. <laughs> so wow. he had to play his dad. That's unfortunate wow. for him. Uh, he cannot beat Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is really just that guy. I told hit Lamar and Mahomes are a legit problem. And this week, they got to play each other. So we're going to see who is the real problem. Um, and this going to be a good, good game to watch. But the Chiefs in the playoffs is a different team. Like you said, they're starting to click at the right time. They're looking good. They're looking good. You know, yeah. hopefully Taylor Swift can go do a concert somewhere for this week and leave Travis Kelsey to go train and get things worked on so he could come out on Sunday looking nice like he did this past week. But you know, hopefully yeah. something can distract him and get him focused because uh, when he's on, him and Mahomes are deadly. So, yeah, very much so. Yeah, man, he played a really good game. I mean, it was really nothing much that the Bills could do. I mean, they kind of, I mean, Pat Mahomes just took what they gave him. I mean, his little, you know, short passes here and there. You know, what I mean, keep the keep the chains moving. And as your quarterback, you just want them to make the right decision. And Pat Mahomes, man, is really when you're playing a great quarterback, there's not really no stopping them, but you can try to contain them as much as you can. And that didn't even work. Um, and I'm a soul believer. Like, I love Lamar, but it's like Pat Mahomes and then everybody else. And I'm not even mad if you put Lamar at two, but like, it's literally Pat Mahomes is in a class of his own. And it's not, it's not even close. Like, Pat Mahomes is that guy at every chance you turn around. Like, it really feel like Brady. Like, you go into games like, yo, that's 15. 
That's 15. Like, are you going to beat 15? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't. I don't know. So, man, yeah, man. It's tough, man, because, you know, the Bills, man, that was a heartbreaking L. And speaking of that, just a side note. So I guess there was a rumor about the Buffalo Bills. So, like, you know how last week, right, they had – they was giving people food and paying people and drinks or whatever to shovel the snow out the seats, right? Oh, yeah. So I guess they did that this week as well, but mm-hmm. they didn't feed them. It's probably why they lost. <laughs> Karma. Probably why they lost. Karma. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But shout out to the Bills, man. They saved their season, but unfortunately, they still did a lot to end up with nothing. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Well, here we are to wrap up the podcast. We have the lovely predictions of the conference championship, man. Um, We can start with the AFC. We have the Ravens versus the Chiefs. Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes. First of all, shout out to the Chiefs. Did nobody think they was going to make it here? However, when you have 15, clearly all bets are off. As long as you got 15, you have a fighting chance. And, you know, this game is going to be a good one. I expect this game to be a good one. This is going to be exciting. I can't wait. And of course, when they, I, I I feel like this, I'm ten toes in here. Of course, I'm picking my guys to win. It's not no no debate. Okay, I was about to say, why are you like making this super long? Like you already know who you. I'm just pick. saying, I just, I just want to pick my butt, but I just want to set it up, kind of in an understanding situation, man. This is a lot on the line for both. Well, I ain't gonna say both sides, but this to me, this is a lot of pressure for Lamar, and respectfully so. I think that you know. This is the first time we're in the conference championship since we've had Lamar, which is a big old deal for us. And, you know, unfortunately, his first chance at a conference to a Super Bowl, he had to go through the player that's been to a lot of Super Bowls. So the pressure's on, but I'm not mad. If I had to go into any game against Patrick Mahomes, give me Lamar. I've, I've been confident in how he's played all year. He ain't let me down yet, and I don't see why this would be any different. I trust our defense to make stops. I'm pretty. I don't. I'm curious to see how we're going to play him, because um, obviously with Pat Mahomes, um, you definitely got to pick your poison. There's really no. I'm gonna shut everything down. You're gonna have to live with something. However, I think where they where their strengths are is our strengths as well. We have a great linebacking core that can guard Kelsey, that can handle the run game. We got great D-line that can get enough pressure. We have good corners that can play the receiver that they got because their receivers are not that great. And we have great safeties on the back end that help run support and play the pass. And I think offensively it's going to be very interesting, but I think we're going to run the ball. I think we'll see a heavy, heavy dose of running next week. Um Respect to the Chiefs defense, their corners is locking everything up. I don't no receivers has had a good game against them. I don't well, expect Sneed, us to be that way. Sneed be going crazy. Right. Right. They be locking, they he said be locking this is his first touchdown someone scored on him all season long. Was all season. Yeah, game. he be he be he be locking shit up. So I don't I don't expect us to be some breaker of that. But however, I think that we're going to win this game with running and with our tight ends. I think 
Isaiah Likely and Mark Andrews will have a big, will be big factors in this game this week. And I expect them to get the win. I think we win 27-24. Or 27-21, something like that. Okay. Could be close. But I picked the, obviously I got the Ravens. Okay. Wouldn't be any other way. Yeah. Um, I can I can hear anything you just said. The microphone cut out. <laughs> I was gonna say we put it be in the Super Bowl, baby. Uh, I can't wait, yeah. bro. When you get like time. high, when you get high pitched, your microphone cuts out. <laughs> it can't good. take it. Um, we for the be in that mother Super Bowl. Yeah. LJ, man, yes, said. <laughs> so for me, what you got man. For me, yeah. I'm looking at these two teams, right? Well, here we go. Jojo, I'm looking man. at the Jojo. Chiefs. I'm looking at the Ravens. <laughs> now I'm looking back at the Chiefs. But yep. I'm also looking back at the Ravens. Yeah. You know what I see? What? I see the same dang team. <laughs> it is the same team. The Chiefs and the Ravens are the same team. It's the Do same thing. Every okay. single position basically has the same player in that position. Um, okay. This is a I hard one. This is okay. hard. So for me, I think this really comes down to 15 and 8, but I think it also comes down to the coaching, which both coaches are really, really good. Both have a lot of experience. Both have championships behind them. It's going to be a battle. Uh, this, is, the this, same is, team. This, is, this is a battle. This is one of the ones. This is going to be one of the ones, for real. This is going to be one of the ones, for sure. Okay. I'm going with the Chiefs because I think Mahomes and his experience in the Super Bowl and just his chips he's won, uh, he is just that guy when it comes to playoffs. He knows how to perform well under pressure. Mm -hmm. I think he will be the deciding factor of this game, and I think Mahomes will pull this off and pull off an upset and beat the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl again. Um, For him to go to the AFC Championship six years in a row and only be in the NFL for six years is insane. He already already has two chips or three chips? He has two. two. Two chips. He to go. Yeah, it's hard. Top five already. To Top five already. Him. Of Top all time. Already of locked. all time. All time. Top all five time. lock already all time. I have to go Chiefs just because I think 15 is going to outperform eight. Uh, just because of experience. Lamar is a great quarterback, but Lamar has not made it this far in the playoffs before, so he don't know the real feeling. So I think that's going to get him. But he's mm-hmm. gonna get the experience, and he's gonna be better next year. But I think Mahomes is gonna get him. Okay. All right. Well, I kind of expected that. But yeah. it's the same team. The same, same team. Same team. Same team. <laughs> that right. now, now that you put it that way, now that I think about it, it's more or less, they are relative to the same. Yes. Yes. More or less the same team. Yeah. Um. Okay. Lastly, NFC Championship. We have the Detroit mm. Lions at San Francisco, man. Another one. Um, you know, pressure's on for both teams. The Lions could do something they ain't done in a long time. Go to the Super Bowl. The Niners 
can finally say they in the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, man. This is this is a this is this this is bringing back Barry's last year. This is where we're at. We're at the crossroads of Brock Purdy getting over that hump again to the Super Bowl. I need your take, man. Who you got, man? Tell me. I'm obviously going with the Niners, but I'm not feeling too confident about it. Oh wow. Um, if we don't step up and play to the elite level that we have been playing all season, we are going to lose. And not just lose, I think we will lose very badly. Mm. But if we can actually play to the level that we know we can and work as a team and help each other out and get confident and make the plays, we will be fine. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. But we at least need to be at our greatest that we can do, guys. Help me. (laughs) Niner fans are going to all have high blood pressure at the end of this. Uh, Once it's all said and done, all of us need to go to the doctor and get checked because I think we all going to have high blood pressure after this. 100%. 100%. I'm going Niners. I'm sorry, Goffy Waffy. I love you. You know, you did a heck of a run for Cal with us. You know, I loved you, uh, Cal. And, you know, once you went and got drafted, I still was watching you. And I'll still root for you, man. But, unfortunately, you got to play the Niners right now. And this is why I have to part ways with the Lions. I'm sorry. Well. Hey man, let's think about it, man. So this is gonna be tough, man. This is a really, this is a very interesting matchup. I didn't think we would be here going into this. I didn't think it would be Detroit in the conference championship. You called that team the team to be sleep slept on. I mean, we both had a pretty good team. I picked the Browns, but the Lions obviously they went further. Um, so shout out to you. You called it. Actually, I was like, I'd like the Seahawks. They even make the playoffs. But who would have ever thought that the two sleeper teams that actually would make playoffs? The Lions and the Browns, like yeah. those are the teams that you don't want to get drafted to because you know they ain't going nowhere. Like those yeah. are like the most horrible. That's a little different now. Time but to now? now, time to change. Time just change. Time to really change. Um, this is gonna be interesting, man. I think um, this game will 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 answer a lot of questions. I think. Um, I think on the Niners and Brock Purdy. This will be the first your first conference championship game, right? You got hurt the last year. You missed the whole game. This is a lot of pressure for you. This is this is this is why they sold the three picks for you. Well, not sold three, but this is why they traded the Trey Lance. This is why they did what they did because they believed in you, right? Obviously, we don't know what Debo. I'm pretty sure Debo is going to try to give it a go, but he may be a bit limited. So this might be a little bit more of the same lineup as far as Debo lists Niners moving forward. Um, which can definitely raise a big question marks about okay, what does Brock Purdy look like with not all his weapons there? Um, you know, when his weapons is there, they're almost a 30 piece lock, 24, 30 points a game, right? Lock without him, they're a little different, look a little limited, look more like the team that we would expect them to be. But you know, obviously, you know, when you have a great defense that's on the back end, you could kind of uh you could kind of cover that, right? Well, then we got Detroit. You know, you got a team that just finally made the playoffs, finally got to kick their foot in the door, and has definitely made themselves comfortable. Got them some chips, sandwich, soda. They in this room. Um, you know, and this is the first time for them. This is the first time for them. 
in a long time. And, you know, would be a, definitely a great story for them to. If you don't hurry up and just say you and choose the Lions, bro, hurry up. I just want to say, man, here's my thing, though, right? Right? Like, let me ask you something. Imagine this story. Detroit, they comes in at San Francisco. Nice day. The season on the line. Jared Goff, a former cow bear, as you would say, comes home in the conference championship. It wins to go to the Super Bowl against his against his hometown team. Sounds like a fire story to me. I'm going with Detroit, man. It's just that simple and plain. Um, to be honest, though, I'm gonna be honest. I'm 50-50. I'm not really confident in Detroit. Never really did think they were that good, but they definitely pulled me wrong. And I think that if if the Niners bring the same performance we've seen last week or this past week is the Packers against the Detroit Lions because I'm pretty sure the Detroit Lions is definitely they know what the Packers do so they're going to try to emulate what they saw last week they're going to try to emulate that if Purdy is this limited or has this battle for performance against Detroit the Niners will go home I will say that confidently they will go home or they will stay home and not go to the Super Bowl whatever um I think that golf is in a comfortable state right now. The offense is playing pretty well. They have a lot of weapons. Jamar Gibbs, Marseille Brown, Sam, Sam LaPorter, Jamison Williams. They have a Josh Reynolds. They have a lot of weapons that a, the Niners got to cover for. Something they probably really had ain't had to deal with really all year. Um, obviously, Detroit being an indoor team playing do with the Cowboys. And we see what that happened to them. Just saying. Detroit, look, I mean, Cowboys kind of, whatever. But anyway, I get your point, though. Um, Detroit's biggest issue is can they win outdoors and somewhere that's not at home? I think that's their biggest question. However, they do have a quarterback. Golfy Waffy, as you would call him. Especially coming if for anywhere for your quarterback to want to be, why not come back home and do it at home in front of your fans that was watched you get drafted, that watched you all these years? Sound like a good story to me. Not gonna lie, but yeah. Um, if we got Niners and Ravens in the Super Bowl, NFL scripted. <laughs> oh no, yeah, for sure. The Niners and Ravens. Scripted, you see that sure. logo. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's for sure scripted. It's, it's right there. I it's see right something there. interesting. They said that the team with the less representative color in the logo is always the one that wins. And this year, it's the red that is less represented. It's all purple and a little bit of red. So if it's scripted, there should be Ravens and Niners in the Super Bowl, and the the Niners should beat the Ravens. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, hey, man, look. The NFL scripted, that's nice. Cool. <laughs> Um, anywho, yeah, I got the lines, man. I think that I think offensively, if they can give a similar performance that we've seen, I think they'd be okay. Establish a run game, you know, not try to go deep or try to do nothing too crazy. Just pick their spots, dink and dunk, you know, Amase Brown worked the short game. Um, but I think they can win. I think the lines that they're gonna win this game, they gotta win it defensively. They gotta make Brock Purdy work, they gotta give him issues, they gotta send pressure. They got to make him uncomfortable. If you make Brock Purdy uncomfortable, you win the game. 
Simple as that. I don't. I think if you make him uncomfortable, Chris McCaffrey gets excluded out because he gonna get his, rightfully so. Chris McCaffrey is him. He gonna get his. You know what I mean? But I think if you take out Brock Purdy, as far as making him uncomfortable, making him second guess or so, go to the second and third read, get pressure. I think that's gonna be the ball game. It's what it's played. The, the the game the game is gonna be won on defense. Whatever defense can get the stops needed at the right time. Obviously, that's very cliche, but in particular, I really think. The D-line, whatever D-line makes the biggest impact is going to win the game, in my opinion. I think if the Niners, because the Detroit Lions probably have one of the best O-lines in the league. Jared Goff doesn't get touched for real at all. Be clean. So if the D-line, if you needed Joe D-line to play today, would this week would be the week. And the same thing for Detroit. Detroit line is pretty good, but they're not really recognized to be that great, but they create a lot of pressure, and the Niners' own line is really not that good. So this would be a great game to make your impact felt in this game. I think whatever D, I think the D-lines will dictate how this game goes. It's just that simple. Yeah, that's yeah. But I'm going to pick the Lions just to make it fun because, obviously, we can't be picking the same team. It's no point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So obviously we have biases to our teams. Hopefully they get in the Super Bowl. And we'll see, man. You know, we'll see what happens, man. It's gonna be an interesting week, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this next week podcast would be either great or sad for one of us. Bro, what if it's the Chiefs and the Lions in the Super Bowl? <laughs> we will not record a podcast. You will see a FIFA game video. If the Chiefs and the Lions make the Super Bowl. I promise you, you will not see a pod from us. It's going nah, to be you gonna see a pod. You gonna see it was, you gonna see a podcast, and it's gonna be bags <laughs> over our faces. You ain't gonna know who's here. Okay, it's gonna be the most boringest podcast we've ever done. We don't care. I don't care about no lines and no cheese at the Super Bowl. And I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, I was gonna get. I was gonna do my prediction right now for them. I'm not gonna do it. Any content? I'm not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> please, please, can we? If not one of us make it, just get, just let us have, let us both win, so we could both have something to talk about. Please, <laughs> amen. Oh man, I All like right, okay. Man. I go like this has probably been the most like I, I for Lamar to get in the Super Bowl, he's had to go through a lot this year as far as player teams he had to play, and if he could somehow pull this off. This next podcast will be disgusting if Lamar Jackson beats Patrick Mahomes. I'm letting you know that right now. I'm getting nasty takes off next week. And I will give you your spotlight. Facts. I'm a I'm promise you. I will ISO if Lamar beats Mahomes. Man, I I will ISO. Forget an ISO. Walk off the court. (laughs) Straight up. Walk (laughs) off the court. I'll let you in the zoom and I'll just log off. Just yeah, just leave. I promise you. Out. ISO, don't even come back. I'm from the rant for like 20 minutes. Promise you. I'm going to go get me something to eat and I'll be back. Exactly. Go get you something to eat and come right back, man. But anyway, oh, man, that does it, man, for uh, the episode of the Forefathers podcast. We didn't even say the number. 21. 21, 21, 21. 21. Hey, hello, Rich Rex, my man. 21. <laughs> but uh, anyway, man, we appreciate y'all, man. Another lovely season coming to an end, man. Um, it's been fun. Um, yeah, very interesting to say the least. Um, any last words, my boy? 
not just look out for the next episode. We only got a couple more, so yeah, we got thanks for rocking with us. Things. Yo, if you y'all better y'all better hope that our teams win because if they don't, y'all might not get a podcast. I'm not, gonna <laughs> not gonna lie to you. Like, share, subscribe, five star rating. Love y'all. See you later. Deuces.